This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 205 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, I'm speaking with author J.M. Buckler, and we're going to be diving into how to use Instagram Reels to build your brand. Now, this interview is one that I absolutely loved. It was early, early on in Instagram Reels, and J.M. saw huge growth, which you'll hear in the interview. I was unaware at the time of the interview. I thought she always had 10,000 followers. But she actually went from 4,000 followers to 10,000 in less than a month and all due to using Instagram Reels and then making sure that it was on brand. So uh, make sure that you listen into this episode. Take notes if you need to. I am so excited. Let's dive in. Hi, Jen. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. I am so excited to dive into really talking about how you're using Instagram Reels to build your brand. Before we get started with that, though, will you introduce yourself and your business to my audience? Yes. My name is J.M. Buckler, and I am a fantasy author. I've published three books in one series, and I'm working on my next one right now. Okay. Awesome. So at the time of this recording, Instagram Instagram Reels have been out for about two months. Can you tell me how you're, you're, you were using Instagram prior to Reels? And did you use the other features like Story and IGTV? Yes, Instagram is my hub for marketing my book or my books. And I have learned with marketing that the most important thing is finding your niche and don't spread yourself too thin. Uh, it's recommended that you're on as many platforms as possible. I agree and disagree with that just because you have to see where your audience is. And my audience tends to gravitate toward Instagram. So that's where I put my time. I was using posting six days a week. I do stories daily. A lot of my stories talk about writer advice or my journey as a writer. But my post, I have transitioned solely to the bookstagram world where I'm catering more toward readers, getting discussions going on about readers. Uh, IGTV, I use that for unboxings, for bookish items, or for more author advice. So that's what I was doing before Reels came about. Okay. Were you using TikTok at all? You know, I had a TikTok account for all of about 48 hours. <laughs> okay. And then I stopped using it. It was for personal reasons. I have nothing against TikTok. I think it's a great platform for a lot of people. I just, to be honest, I felt like it wasn't doing anything for me. It just, I felt, honestly, I felt kind of old for the platform <laughs> just because it was so many high school, very young kids, which is my audience, but I wasn't sure how I could work what I was doing into TikTok. So instead of investing my time in that, I wanted to invest my time into where I was getting the most ROI and that was Instagram. 
Okay. So that's interesting to me because I feel like a lot of times when I notice Instagram reels that are coming up as like really popular, which is how I found you, Mm -hmm. a lot of them I noticed in the corner, they've got the little TikTok symbol. So I'm assuming they've been doing this for a while on TikTok and they're just republishing their content now as an Instagram reel. So the fact that you didn't do that makes this an even better interview because I feel like you're really making it for the platform. And I agree with what you said earlier about that there's advice to be on all of the platforms and how kind of agree, but also disagree because you want to go where your audience is. So I think that I'm so excited about this conversation now that you said you weren't on TikTok before this. So you have really seen fabulous success with Instagram Reels. How has it helped you build your brand as an author? Because I think that's where the connection a lot of people are missing is they're putting out these funny videos, but what is it doing for them? Exactly. I think, you know, one of my friends, she's a singer in Los Angeles, and she's a very well-known makeup artist. And she uses TikTok as like an escape, especially during COVID. She does the dance videos. And I asked her, I said, you spend all this time, but what's it doing for you? And she's like, I'm not doing it for business. I'm just doing it because it's fun. So I feel like there's the people who use TikTok, you it's real just because it's fun. For me, everything I do in my business has a purpose. And I'm not going to invest my time if it's not going to give me some sort of ROI. So I saw the drama that was surrounding TikTok and I saw what Instagram was doing with creating the reels of having a backup in case TikTok did go under. And I have been studying social media enough to know that you are rewarded when you use their features. So I saw that you could port over videos from TikTok, but I know Instagram now well enough to know that they see that logo. They see it's from TikTok and they want original content, just like on Pinterest. You know, if you post original content, it's going to get seen more than just repinning other people's pins. So I said, I don't know what I'm doing, but I do like laughing at myself. And I know that people like to be able to relate. People want relatable content. Um, One woman juggling the Jenkins has become very well known on Facebook, social media, everything. Why do people love her? Because she's a mom and she's relatable. And she doesn't, you know, she didn't slap on a bunch of makeup. She just kind of goes around her pajamas and tells life like it is. And I have always been very transparent with my journey as an author. And I said, you know what? I bet I can bring that into my reels somehow. And I was like, I'm just going to laugh at myself and show not only other authors so they don't feel alone, but show readers the other side of the industry of what it's like to be an author and how sometimes we struggle with edits and all sorts of different things that go on. And I was shocked to see the amount of views that I was getting on these reels uh, because it was funny. I spent a lot of time on my post and photos, but the reels, they were only 15 seconds. Now you can do 30. Uh, it doesn't take long to do them. And I was very, very pleased because what it was doing is it was allowing me to reach authors. And like I said, I'm always thinking like a business and I offer consulting services to authors. So though I don't want to engage in their post because that can mess up the algorithm for what I'm trying to do, I want them coming to me because I offer those consulting services. So it was getting authors coming to my platform as well as readers because they were reaching out saying, this is so fascinating. I've always wanted to see what it's like to be on the other side. I never thought I could be an author. So it was really starting to bring me the audience that I need. I I do love dancing like my friend in LA, but that's not going to do anything for me. Making just kind of silly, pointless. I always tell people post with a purpose, regardless if it's a post, if it's a story, if it's IGTV, it's a reel. 
uh, you know, if you have a personal account and you're just here to socialize and hang out, it doesn't matter. But if you are an entrepreneur, if you are a small business, it's very important to stay in your niche. Yes. And that's not to say that your videos are just straight teaching tips. Like you have pulled in your personality. I think the video that I saw was the one where you were sitting at the computer typing and your husband kept kind of coming in and interrupting and asking questions. Um, And it was, it was so relatable and kind of gave us the behind the scenes of what it's really like. It's not all just like coffee shop, the perfect of you being able to just sit there with it being uninterrupted and getting everything done and just flows from you the writing because we all know that that of course is not the case. <laughs> exactly I just like showing people I like I love mentoring people that's one of my passions in life and I love letting people feel that they're not alone because it is a tough gig being an author and so many of these verified authors just show the glamorous side of the industry and there's nothing wrong with that I just I like people seeing that I struggle and I'm okay with sharing my struggles and telling people that I make mistakes and helping people avoid making those same ones. So good. So what would you say are the most important things to keep in mind when creating an Instagram reel? Original. You've got to be original. Got to think outside of the box. I see so many. I'll see a unique reel and then I'll see hundreds imitate that same reel. And it's okay, but that's easy. You know, and to be successful, especially as an entrepreneur, I was just speaking to a class about this, is you know, the saying there's going to be innovators and there's going to be imitators, you know, and that's what separates the entrepreneurs <laughs> from everyone else. You have to be willing to think outside of the box. You have to try new things. You have to remember who are you speaking to? Who is your audience? So many times on social media, people post things because that's what they want to post. You have to take the personalization out of it and realize Who are you trying to sell to? Who are you marketing to? What do they want to see? It might not be what you want to post, but you have to be flexible. So yeah, Yeah. think outside of the box. Yeah, I think I saw one of the first things that I noticed on Reels was everybody was pointing to stuff. And like everybody, no matter what reel I was watching, everybody was pointing to stuff and just words coming down. And then I saw a reel from a um, former client who actually was making fun of the fact that everybody's pointing. Like she's like, stop pointing. You don't need to point, like do something different. Because it is, it's so true. If everybody's doing the same thing, um, it just kind of changes it. One of the things I noticed about yours is you actually use like a different kind of background that makes everything look so glittery and like your colors are so bright. And I feel like it really... Um, the branding is done so well because it connects to what I'm seeing on your feed in your posts. Like those colors are so vibrant in both. Like it just connects so well. Thank you. No, of course. So your most popular reels I noticed are where you share more about you. Mm-hmm. Are you seeing an increase in followers or more importantly, engagement with followers that might even be resulting in more book sales? Absolutely. Both. I'll tell you the numbers. I, I've heard a lot of people, they hit around 4,000 and they feel like they hit a plateau with followers on Instagram. And I don't know what that number is. I don't know if people start getting lazy or if it's, if it's something with the algorithm, what happens? I was, before I started doing reels, I was gaining around 35 followers a week and losing 30. So I was only getting around five new followers a week. The growth was so slow. I was like, I don't understand. I'm doing everything right. I'm posting the pictures. I'm doing the stories. I'm playing the game. 
what is happening? And I started doing the reels. As soon as I started doing the reels, I started gaining a thousand followers consistent a week and they were staying around. And I had never seen that kind of growth. I was shocked every morning. I look on my insights and it was, it wasn't even a curve. It was just like a crazy steep incline. And I was like, how long is this going to keep going? And I got to 5,000 and to six and to seven and to eight and to nine. And I don't know what it is with the magical 10 K, but that's when I started getting offers for legitimate collaborations for rep positions And that's where I said, oh, okay, now you're like apparently sitting at the cool table when you hit 10,000. And it's it's unfortunate, but it is kind of a bitter truth that it is a numbers game on social media. But also these companies look at engagements. So to answer the next part of your question, absolutely, my engagements spiked. I've never gotten so many DMs, so many comments, so many likes, so many views on anything for these reels. So I had been running Amazon ads for a few months. And then I stopped them because I noticed a slight spike in sales, but nothing crazy. So I was like, I'm going to stop it. So I stopped before I started doing the reels. And my sales for September alone were doubled what they were when I was doing the sales on Amazon, just because of reels. People saying, and I wasn't even talking about my books specifically in the reels. And that's what I tell people, any any business, not just authors, if you are acting like a door-to-door salesman, you're going to push people away. No one wants that. We have enough stuff thrown in our face with ads every day. You have to find a way to go around it. So just people feeling that they could relate to me, laughing, making them smile, made them want to go buy my books. I, I never mentioned go buy my books or here's where you find my books but it has been a significant increase in sales. And I think that connects back to the fact that you didn't sway out of your brand. Like you didn't do dancing videos where people were like, I don't understand how that, you wouldn't even know you were an author. You're all of your reels. I feel like connect to being an author, whether it's that behind the scenes video of like your husband internal opting. There was another one that I saw where he was, um, I think it was your husband was changing from like one character to the yeah. next. And yeah. I just kept watching it going, how did they do that? How did they do that? But it was, it was, everything was connected to the fact that not only are you an author, but you were specific with the niche of being an author for fantasy fiction, right? Am I saying that correctly? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just making sure. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, I, I think that, that that makes so much sense. So would you say that, do you, are you giving calls to action then in your reels? Like as far as like in the comments, tell me da, 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 or anything like that in your descriptions, or are you just putting the reel together, keeping it branded and then letting it see where the conversation happens in DM? Well, that's what's been so interesting. You know, it's very important when you do a post that you ask questions, get people engaging, talking. The more people are commenting, liking, the higher post is is getting ranked by Instagram, you could say, and it's it's getting seen. And then you'll get a better chance at hitting the Explorer page. But I've been shocked with my reels. I've noticed, I just put them out there. Sometimes I'll give some little tips and trick, tricks in the caption about writing and how to get over struggles or hurdles or things like that. Um, sometimes I'll just laugh at myself in the comments, but my captions have not been nearly as well thought out as my post. And it's kind of like those things in life, you can work so hard on something and you're like, where's my return? And then you're like, whatever. And it works out great. 
And I don't know, I mean, I don't know if I hit a sweet spot, but so many people forget about the algorithm and they think there's there's people in an Instagram building working on a computer and they forget that this is AI that we're dealing with. And it's a program that follows and watches everything you do. And so mentioning the dance videos, if I would have done that, it would have thrown off the algorithm. My stuff wouldn't be seen because they, Instagram would go, wait, is she like dancer content or does she like book content? So that's why it's so important to keep your hashtags, keep everything in your niche, because if you stray from that, it's going to confuse the system and it's not going to know who to show your content to or who to, you know, recommend that you follow or you engage with. So, yeah, I've kept it very I've done that for a reason. It was like I want to do a test and the test worked. So I am I'm very I've seen people try to do the reels and it's not working, though. So I don't. I don't know what they're doing wrong. I don't know what they're engaging with on their account. I just recently did a big overhaul on my account and I am only engaging with people in the book community. If an author has any type of writer hashtag writer advice, I'm not engaging anymore because that is confusing the algorithm. So it's, it's, it's kind of like a science, <laughs> the study of social media. But if you study it, you will be rewarded. And like I said, that my sales have been better than they have in a long time. So when I reach out to you, I think I noticed your follows were when and this was only probably four or five days ago, 10,000. I don't know what you're sitting at now. And I had no idea that you had started when you started Reels at fourth. Like I didn't realize that. I just assumed you had 10,000 followers. You started doing Reels and it's just kind of remained consistent. So mm -hmm. it, the fact that you've seen such a follower increase. So then are you, I mean, I guess this kind of makes sense too, if the question I'm going to ask, but your followers therefore are seeing more of your stories, which is probably where do you feel like you're getting more of the direct messages happening as well? I, there's been a huge increase in who's viewing my stories now, but that probably has a lot to do with the follower count going up. Yeah. Uh, the DMs, I would say most of the DMs come from now from my stories, which they always have, but also from sharing reels. So they'll share my reels. And that's what I've seen a huge thing. And that's, you know, that's what's helped. That's what you want is people sharing your content as well. Um, so people commenting on the reel, because I, I get messages of people saying, so if I post a reel, I just, where do I post it in my story? I'm like, you need to post it everywhere. You post the reel, let it go to the Explorer page. And then you also want to share it in your story. You got to get, that's what I said, Instagram is one platform, but you can, you, there's many different avenues you can, you can visit on Instagram and people can find you, you know, it's important in your stories um, to use hashtags and you can hide those hashtags if you don't want them all over the screen. So you just, you have to keep thinking outside the box and thinking, what can I do that's going to please the algorithm? <laughs> and it sounds silly. And some, some people have a really hard time with that. They just, well, no, this is about me. I came here to connect and. You have to keep thinking like a small business. You know, right. you didn't open your restaurant to connect with people. You open your restaurant to sell food and to make money. <laughs> yes. So. Um, one other question I want to ask you, and this is more, I don't know if this is a vanity thing or what this is. I've worked so hard to make my feed look pretty because when I first started, it was horrendous and it had no rhyme or reason as far as the photos and having a pattern or anything like that. So now with reels, are you posting, you're letting the reel also go to your feed so that it, no, I, yes. this is what I do. I let it go for about literally for like 15 minutes on my feed, but 
you don't have to have it. And then I take it off, I remove from my feed. It will still show up when people are scrolling through their feed, even if it's not posted to your grid. So it'll, it'll still show up. So there's no reason if you've got a very cohesive, you know, grid going, don't put your reel on there. It's going to mess it up. Yes. And that's, that was my issue. And I haven't really played a lot with reels because Mm -hmm. it's just not the creativity in the video and the piece of it isn't, but that was one thing that I was curious about. Um, I have seen others that will do like a cover photo over their reel so that that then becomes part of their new pattern, like going forward as far as their feed. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. But you know, in reality, there's no reason to have it to your grid unless you're lacking content, but you know, you need to be post. I mean, it's hard. It's very challenging for people to be like, you want me to post every day? But that's what it takes. I used to post only three days a week. The growth was slow, slow, slow. Now I try to do one post in the morning and a reel at night. You got to keep it happy. Okay. So you're doing six posts in a week and then reels a week. Six reels a week. Okay. All right. No, that's so good to know. Um, Jen, with Instagram reels, is there like one number one tip? that you're like, if there's one thing you're going to do, this is what you have to do. Uh, don't do it. If, well, excuse my language, if I could say the A word, uh, don't half-ass it. Okay. You're going to do it, do it right. If you don't know how to do it, study it. There's plenty of YouTube videos of talking how to use reels. Uh, you have to remember also, you know, I had one reel... I think it has like 111,000 views or something crazy. And you have to think of how many people that would be in a concert, right? Yeah. We wouldn't go on stage, not prepared to talk to 111,000 people. Right. So make sure you're delivering quality content. Mm-hmm. For me, the real emphasis that I think I've gotten from you is keep branded. Keep it in brand, keep it in line with your niche, what it is that you normally talk about so that your marketing is in line. Mm -hmm. Uh, That just, yeah, I think that that's great. So where are the best places to connect with you? We obviously want to know what your Instagram is because we want (laughs) to go see your Instagram reels. So let's start there. Instagram is author underscore J dot M dot Buckler, B-U-C-K-L-E-R. My website is the best place to start has all my social media links, everything about my books, book trailers, where you can buy autographed copies, uh, news clips, all of that. And that is jmbuckler.com. Okay, perfect. We are going to make sure to link to those in the show notes. Um, and I just appreciate you so much for taking the time. I know I reached out to you and you're like, I only do interviews. I'm like, yeah, that's what I want you to do. I know I said this really funny the way I DM'd you, but that's what I want. I want an interview. <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, I just don't, I don't do the, the fill in the questions and send them back one anymore. Exactly. And I don't blame you for that at all. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. All right. Well, there you have it. Hopefully by now you've already headed over to her Instagram and checked her out over there to see what she is doing. She's clearly making sure that she is building her brand, staying in line with her content that she is serving up on Instagram. This isn't just about Instagram reels that she's doing it. She's doing it across the platform, which is so important. Next week, I'm actually talking to someone else about Instagram reels. We're going to talk specifically about how you can grow your audience using Instagram reels. So make sure that you keep an 
an eye out for when that episode drops next week. As always, I appreciate you guys so much for listening in. If you're on Instagram stories and you're listening in, and I'd love it if you would tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose, you obviously can tag JM as well. If you haven't already left a rating and review, I would so appreciate it if you would take the time to leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. It helps me tremendously to be able to continue to get great guests so that when I reach out to someone who is clearly killing it on Instagram Reels, they're willing to come onto the podcast because they see that we have some reviews and listeners that are going to just eat up their content. All right, you guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 